In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In Holy Scripture, God gives us simple and earthy ways to understand him. He says he is like a father pursuing his wayward child, and like a hen gathering her chicks under her wings. He says he is like an enamored bridegroom seeking his bride, and like a shepherd dutifully tending his sheep. God is like a great fisherman carefully sorting his catch and a farmer sifting wheat at harvest time. The psalmist says God is like a shield of protection and a sturdy rock. And finally, God is like like light. Scripture never tires of telling us that God is like light. King David exclaims that God is his light salvation, and Moses and Ezekiel bow before the radiant brightness of God. Habakkuk says that God's splendor is like the dawn, and rays of light flash from his hands. Light guides the wise men to the Son of God, who is described as the true light that has entered the world the bright light that darkness cannot overcome. St. Matthew says that when Jesus is transfigured on the mountaintop, his appearance was like lightning and his clothing radiant. We read in the book of Revelation that the holy city of God doesn't need the sun's rays, for it will be illumined by the glory of God. Light describes God's being so well that St. John says that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Christ is the sun dawning on a dark world. As today's gospel says, the people who sat in darkness have seen great light. As the rising sun blankets all creation with its warm embrace, so Christ's gracious love and mercy envelops all life indiscriminately. Even those with their backs resolutely turned against him are surrounded by his warm light. They are bathed in his grace. Christ's love doesn't blink. It's unflinching. It's relentless as the sun. No one can escape the embrace of Christ's encompassing love. Even those walking away from Christ cannot avoid his light, for he maketh his sun to rise on the evil and the good. No matter who you are or what you've done, God's gracious light shines on you. God's merciful love is not selective, 
It shines forth just as naturally as light shines from the sun. A number of years ago, I watched a film titled Calvary. It's about a Roman Catholic priest in Ireland during the height of the sexual abuse crisis. The director, very aware of how Christian clergy are portrayed in popular media, decided that he was going to make a film about a good priest, a genuinely good priest. He succeeded. It's a wonderful film. There's a powerful scene in Calvary that I have not forgotten and will never forget. The protagonist of the film, Father James, was ordained to the priesthood late in life following his wife's death. He and his wife had one daughter, Fiona, who was deeply troubled by the loss of her mother and a father who seemed to abandon her for the priesthood. Fiona came to visit her father's rural parish. Soon after visiting, after arriving, her father noticed deep cuts on his daughter's arms and wrists. Observing that he had noticed her self-inflicted wounds, she said with an air of sarcasm, You'll tell me suicide is a mortal sin, I suppose. Would I have suffered eternal damnation, Father? He was not provoked by his daughter's sarcasm and responded with a simple and true words, God is great. The limits of his mercy have not been set. Just as it's in the Son's nature to give light, so it's in God's nature to love and show mercy. The limits of God's loving mercy have not been set. As the prayer book says, God's property is always to have mercy. Although Christ's loving light shines on all of us, we struggle to receive him fully. Why is this? As St. John says, light has come into the world, but men love darkness rather than light. A priest once put it this way, Imagine you are in a house in an open field. Everything as far as the eye can see is cast in rich golden light. But you are in a house with the door shut and the shades drawn. Of course, the golden light is God's goodness and love, and the dark interior of the house is self-centered sin. We, the priest explains, are like people who have been given a free and unending invitation to live in the light. But because of sin, we keep it out. We don't want it. And we stumble through life with the shades drawn and the darkness of our hearts. We struggle to follow Christ. But that's not the whole story. Even when we close ourselves off from God's light, 
And we all do this, whether we're conscious of it or not. Christ pursues us. He tries the door. He rustles the curtains in hopes that his life-giving light will pierce our dark hearts. He never gives up. His invitation is unending. His love, relentless. We've been talking about light as one of the many metaphors Holy Scripture gives us for who God is. But it's important to remember that this is a metaphor. Jesus is a person, not an idea. As one writer reminds us, Jesus does not call his first apostles to any particular teaching or ideology, to any school of philosophy or political party, to any specific project or understanding, but to his own person. In our gospel passage, Peter and Andrew and James and John respond to the person of Christ. They immediately leave their nets and follow Jesus. And what happens when they do? They are remade into the likeness of the Son. Jesus promises to refashion each of his followers for his purposes. He promises to remake us into fishers of men, just like himself. He promises transformation, but we must turn to him. We must open ourselves to receive his life. St. Paul says that with Christ, the veil is removed. All of us, he says, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord as though reflected in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Jesus promises to change us into himself, but we must allow his light to pierce our hearts. The writer Erasmo Maricacus says that following Jesus according to the gospel and without conditions is only for the adventuresome and imaginative hearts, hearts that want to go beyond, to go higher, hearts that want to penetrate the divine reality of things. Evangelical living is not for the lukewarm, That is, those who do not have the faith that trusts absolutely in the one who has called them. Jesus calls us freely, unconditionally. This epiphany season, we have been called to abandon the dark corridors of self and throw open our doors to the light of Christ. Let us receive his grace stepping outside with unveiled faces. He will change us from one degree of glory to another, transforming us into the image of the Son. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.